Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Good Monday afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and we have a special broadcast for you today. We're on on an hour earlier and I'm joined with Clayton the Claw Harris, Coach James D and Coach Mike on the boards and we are at Central Columbia Central High School in Columbia, Tennessee and we've got... uh, We've got a pretty important announcement regarding the football program coming up here in an hour or so. Yeah, and um, I think this is going to be, look, it's probably the worst kept secret in Murray County. We won't mention it yet, but it's it's very positive. Very positive for the program, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to be happy, wouldn't you say, Coach? Most definitely. It's going to be, in my opinion, one of the exciting news that's happened out here in several years. And it's, and and before we let the, the cat completely out of the bag, you know it's it, it's a positive move for everyone involved. The the school, Columbia Central High School, and I, the, the and for their athletic program and for the uh, individuals involved that are that are going to be changing positions here in Columbia in Murray County. I mean, you're looking. I mean, yeah, you're looking at potential thirty to forty year hires. So, yeah, it's it's great for the community. Well, there you go. Uh, that's going to happen. Give us the, what's the rundown on that? Yeah, we'll we'll start having some people on towards the end of this hour, and then we'll go right into the press conference right at about four o'clock. Okay, which is open to the general public. Stop by and see us. It's in the CHS Auditorium here on the campus of Columbia Central High School. Beautiful, brand new auditorium. And, uh, well, just a couple of years old, but very nice. Okay. Well, uh, we look forward to that. I hope you guys <clears throat> out there listening will stay tuned and uh, for that exciting news at the top of the hour, or even the other top of the other hour. It's top of three now. I'm talking about around 4 o'clock. Um, what else is going on? i tell you what else is going on is the national championship tonight. That's it. Um, the Georgia Bulldogs are 13 half point favorites over the TCU Horned Frogs, um, with a over under total of now 62 and a half. It was 63 and a half. I think a lot of people kind of came to their senses and we're going to go, we're going to go over some, some statistics that will prove why it's probably dropped a point, which is not a whole lot. And a lot of people don't say 60. The difference between sixty two and a half and sixty three and a half is only points, not very much. Well, that's until it gets to hit about it's until it gets to about sixty two, sixty three points, and it's a whole lot. So Yes it is. And you've got you've got a wager bet on it. So that's And Drake, if I'm not mistaken, that Georgia line has been sitting what, about thirteen and a half? Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine that uh kind of keeps up with all that type of stuff sent me a handle percentage on Georgia football to cover the handle percentage. In other words, what BetMGM is taking in on the national championship t- game tonight. Now, last last Tuesday, 
the handle percentage was 21% was coming in on Georgia. Okay, you, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Last Friday, it was 33% was coming in on Georgia. I see where this is going. This morning, 42% of what was being bet was coming in on Georgia to cover. And just now, there's 64% of the money coming in is coming in on Georgia to cover that spread tonight. So that line continues so every, to keep going up. So every out of every $100 bet, $64 of it is being bet on Georgia instead of being bet on under, over, TCU, whatever. The 64% of it is coming in on Georgia to cover that 13.5-point spread. Well, and, and how important is it to see where it's at today compared to last week? Because you had a full weekend of NFL football people were betting on. Sure. And so now it's Monday night. There's not a Monday night game other than the national <clears throat> championship. So this is usually the night where people are either betting to catch up or betting to well, to, to grow what they have. And it seems like a lot of, like you said, most of the money's going on Georgia. Yeah, and I think it's also a, a matter that uh, people that wanted to bet on Georgia were hoping to wait and wait and wait because of the Cinderella type story with TCU. You know, they were five and seven last year. They've got a, they're one went away from the national title this year. And so they were hoping that more money would come on TCU, drive that line down, look about half a point, another point, maybe to 13 or 12 and a half, something like that. Um, and now I just think they they probably, the, the big money, and most of the people who want to bet on Georgia decide to go ahead and play it just in case they all this money starts to drive the number back up up more. You see what I mean? No, absolutely. Because there's a lot of difference between 13 and a half and 14 do you, do when you're when you're going to when you're going to bet a football game because I mean obviously you score in denominations of seven so so there's a big difference between 13 and a half and 14. I'd much rather have a game than you would too at 13 and a half to cover that 13 and a half than 14 points. Do you ever bet on the alternate lines? Do you ever see those? I see those where they <clears throat> you're allowed to move the line uh, accordingly, but then you have to pay a penalty right. in. In, or in, you, in what we would call juice or extra money, or either it could either go that way, or maybe you get a higher number on the money line. For example, if you took Georgia at say minus twenty one instead of where they're at now at minus thirteen and a half, oh, you, you would get plus two hundred or something. Oh, absolutely, you get tremendous odds. Is this one of those games you maybe look at that? I mean, I'm serious. Well, I mean, I feel as though you know, after watching Alabama play Kansas State. I know. I mean, you know, the, TCU has one loss this year, and that is a 31-28 overtime loss to Kansas State, yeah. uh, which I like because I had Kansas State to win the Big 12 title game. I, I, won, yeah. I won that bet, bet that early in the summer, so I was happy. However, uh, after watching Alabama just kind of dominate Kansas State, I mean, you know, I was kind of surprised. I'm going to be honest. We're all Alabama fans here except for old Coach Mike over here. He's odd man out. I'm not uh, completely but, out. But he does. He, 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 Mike doesn't count anyway. But, he, Mike, I'm just but you know, so, the line on that game was Alabama's favored by seven and a half against a team that beat TCU in a championship game. And, and Georgia favored by 13 and a half against right. TCU. So it's, it's, it's kind now, of head scratching. Now, Georgia's not playing in their – Georgia's not playing in their backyard to this time No, they're around. not. No, they're, I mean, you know. They're not tailgating either. I, I mean, yeah. you know, and they're not, they're not tailgating oh, either yeah, because of tailgating. And I wonder how they do that. 
Is it somebody like this? Is like an old old guy or old lady in a in a golf cart with a big flag sticking out the back of it? She are they driving through the? It could be the LAPD. Uh, you, it may be a city thing. I mean, a city of Los Angeles deal. They route your citation. And for yeah. folks you all don't know, they're not allowing tailgating at uh, SoFi Stadium. No grilling this afternoon. Yeah. No, no grilling. Yes. Now you can hang out and drink a beer. Sure, or two. sure. Yes. But, but you can hang out. No, no grills. No, and, and you know you how, ma- how many Georgia fans and how many TCU fans are going to travel with grills anyway, right, Coach? I mean, uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> no, yeah, no, <laughs> but imagine yeah. trying to get a grill through TSA. I'm just saying, oh, you know, no, uh, no you'd be I surprised was, how many of those fans probably left about a week ago <laughs> and have driven their campers and, and stuff like covered that. covered wagons yeah. and you know, you know, those Georgia fans. Well, and it's dr- think about it, it's dry as it, it stays out there a lot. Yeah, I can see why they wouldn't it's allow not dry it. out there right now. It's been That's, raining for four days out there. Well, let's see with Georgia. How long does it take a Greyhound bus to get from? <laughs> Get from Atlanta to Charleston. Boston. No, I'm talking about just getting on a Greyhound, buying a, a, Greyhound, buying a ticket. Looking, you're probably looking at about 15, 15, 15 to 24 hours because they got to stop about yeah. every every little. Meemaw, Peepaw, Little and Junior, <laughs> Little no. Bit. Y'all, y'all, I got no, y'all a ticket now. Let's load up. That's when you need Amtrak, man. So, well, the ones going to that game are probably going to line up. You know, they're going to get in their own RV. <laughs> and they're going to drive their own schedule and, yeah, you know, probably stop I, I, once or twice along the way. And, absolutely. Uh, the, camp out the, a little bit. The Georgia fans are very similar to the Alabama fans. They, they might live in a, a double-wide shack, torn-down <laughs> shack, Somebody, but, they, but they've got them a $290,000, $300,000 RV yes. sitting outside all oh, signed so, out. Somebody may even have an, uh, an ambulance that they've converted into a, 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 a <laughs> we, we, we have seen that. We have seen that. There you go. Um, so tonight is, uh, you know, it's, tonight's the tonight's a big deal. It's the national championship. It starts at about 7 o'clock our time, Central Standard Time, and there'll be some – Stuff going on. They'll probably kick it off around seven fifteen, seven twenty, something like that. They try to stretch it out for as long as possible. I think most of most of the ones I've watched, Alabama, they last about four hours with commercials and everything oh, yeah. else. For easily, sure. for sure. Um, okay, and so I've got some interesting tidbits on the mascots, the two mascots that are playing each other tonight. Um, so TCU calls themselves the Horned Frogs, right? Correct. Well. It's really a lizard, okay. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a horned lizard. It's a horny toad, a horny frog, yeah. horned frog, or a horny toad, or a short horned lizard is really what the mascot they, is. They are, right? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma, and we had those all over the place. And they're they're actually they're friendly little, you know, they're they're harmless as far as right. you know, a lot of people have but, them but as man, pets. They look they look they look vicious. nasty. <laughs> they're kind of a, they're, they're kind of a, with they're kind of a cut. They're kind of their skin kind of is a. Uh, reminds me of a rattlesnake kind of setup, yeah. but but it can change. But there's spikes all over it, mm-hmm. uh, especially it right it behind the eye, l- eye pits. Much mm-hmm. less appealing to eat by its predators. Oh yes, which is really its only predators, known predators, are birds and snakes and like foxes and coyotes and stuff, stuff like that. And they eat beetles and uh, ants and just little insects that are on mm-hmm. the ground. Typical what a a normal a lizard, lizard yeah. would would probably eat. But you know what? They've got one cool feature. They they have they have sinuses on each corner of their eye that they fill with blood, and when they feel threatened by their uh, whatever predator, whatever, <laughs> they'll back up and they'll shoot. They can shoot the bloodstreams up to five feet away onto their 
onto their onto their predators like a coyote, and it kind of and it has some type of chemical mixed with it Paralyzes. that is not skunkish, I wouldn't think, but it. It's, it's not very appealing it if it gets in the doesn't eyes. Feel good. It just doesn't Even, feel good if it gets in their eyes. Yeah, yeah it probably burns uh, some type of burning sensation. So um, they can also inflate themselves. I didn't know that, but they can kind of mm-hmm. swell up and make themselves look bigger. Uh, there are 22, 22 species of horned lizards. The Texas horned lizard is the most prominent and popular species out of all those 22. So, Coach, you out there living in Oklahoma, you yeah. know. Yeah, we saw, like I said, we saw them all the time. We used to play with them all. You know, we could catch them and stuff. There's an Oklahoma, too? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they can, they play dead. When they see it, they see their, they, they just kind of stop and they, they act like, you know, That's the only way like, a possum, <laughs> like a possum, like a possum, you Mike, know. Mike, are they eatable? No. Why not? Huh? Not big enough. Ugh. Not big enough. Uh, yeah, they're, they're eat just about anything. They don't make it taste good. <laughs> uh, they can grow up to seven inches in length, you know. Um, so that's that's just a couple of interesting little facts you guys might not know before the game tonight. Now let's go to the Georgia side. Uh, the the English bulldog is the type of bulldog that Georgia has had all these years. Uh, his name is Ugly. I guess, I, Ugga. I guess Ugly. it's a. Has, I don't know if it's been a male all these years or not. I wouldn't think they could get by with having a male. I think, I think it is. Is it a male? Yeah. Okay. He's well, not this is not. this is Ugga Ten. No, an Ugga Ten is an English Bulldog. His name is Q, and he is sponsored and raised by the Siler family of Savannah, Georgia. And uh, the Siler family has had multiple Uggas since has supplied multiple Uggas since 1956. So. Can you get by with ten dogs between nineteen fifty six and now? Yeah. Ten Uggas? Yeah. 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 Well, let's see, that'd be four that'd be forty four and sixty about sixty seven years and about ten days. Yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah, six, okay. seven years of dogs. Okay, yeah. all right, there you go. Um Ugga has his own custom jersey made for him. If you see uh, well they'll, I'm sure they'll show pictures of Ugga tonight, but Ugga will not be at the stadium. And so the people say, well, why not? Why isn't Ugga with it? Well, it's a five-and-a-half-hour flight. That's true. For uh, – and, and Nugga uh, – uh, Nugga. Ugga's about uh, – <laughs> Ugga's – Ugga's – slip there. Ugga's <laughs> – Nugga. Uh, Ugga's about almost almost 10 years old. So, you know, just – the owner just said, look, we're just not going to put him through all that. Uh, plus, he's gonna stay at home. Watch. He sees him stay at home and watch the game with the dog. And Uggas, they've got Uggas' son, and I, I didn't. They, who is Q's son? Ugga, Q's son, and he's six months old. I bet he's cute. Nah, so is, is he going to be the potential uh, next uh, Ugga? I mean, uh, d- yeah, th- there so he's, they, they, he, they keep it in the same he, bloodline. He's in training. Absolutely. Good thing about it, he doesn't sign his NIL deal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so, and, and people, and, and I read this other article, and they said, what would happen if, who would win if Ugga and the TCU horny toad got into a battle, a battle royale with just the mascots? And this guy that wrote the article said that if you got, if you shooting blood out of your eyes and you got horns on your head, you, you know, you, you're going to win that fight. So the guy had yeah, the money. But, 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 uh, you that, could just turn around and just <laughs> swat him too. Probably, you know? probably sit on him. Yeah. <laughs> that would be how the long, end of it. How long the girl to be submitted? Yeah, they go, they go to it. That's course, the extreme. That's, that's the extreme. a shoe toy. That's a shoe toy. Yeah, for the I was going to say, they, they typically run about four inches, three or four uh, inches. So. 
Okay, like we said, the game is in Los Angeles tonight at SoFi Stadium at 7 p.m. And Georgia will be the first team in college uh, football playoff history to win back-to-back titles. Okay. Do you know the last team to win back-to-back titles? Alabama, Alabama. 2011 and, and 12. 12. Now, uh, and, and that was, that was the only, that was the only back-to-back winner in the 2000s. Yeah. It's so tough. that shows you how hard it is, folks. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that Georgia can't win this game. I'm not saying that, that TCU is going to come out of there and beat and just take Georgia off the, uh, kick Georgia off the field, but, it's hard to win back-to-back championships. I'm just telling you, not many teams have done it. And I just want to say, maybe uh, Alabama, Nebraska, um, Notre Dame. I, you know, I just I'd have to go down through there and and really take a look. Now, uh, Georgia uh, also uh, had five defenders picked in the first round of the NFL last year. Uh, and that set a record. Alabama had, had five offensive players taken. And so, of course, they're not playing, but I'm just saying. Uh, they, Georgia lost their edge rusher, uh, Travion, Trayvon Walker, who plays for Jacksonville. Uh, run stopper Jordan Davis, that plays for Philadelphia. Quay Walker, who last night was ejected from the game, oh, for, so ejected from the Green Bay game for what did he? I didn't, he, I didn't he, see, he oh, shoved a trainer for the Lions. Silent. Mm-hmm. See, it was a Georgia player that was down for Detroit, so he was kind of leaned over checking on him, and the guy kind of moved him out of the way. And when he did, he stood up and pushed him. And then the NFL, uh, I don't think they saw it in person. I think they. Uh, they buzzed replay and let them know that, hey, this guy's gone. Second time this year that's happened. Yeah, it's second ejection. I mean, that's just crazy. That's just. That's I mean, has he got something wrong with him? I mean, that, I, that, that's a discipline thing. Yeah. I mean. Quay Walker, um, who played at Georgia last year. Of course, he plays the Green Bay, Green Bay now, uh, was ejected for, for pushing the first responder, I guess is what it is. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an EMT yeah. guy, you know. Uh, they don't have Devontae Wyatt or Eric Stokes. And, uh, also safety Lewis Cine, C-I-N-E, plays for Miami now. I mean, Minnesota, excuse me. He's safety. So, you know, there's, and I, and I know what people say, well, you know, Alabama's just like, I mean, Georgia's just like Alabama. They just, they lose players and they just take players and they, they reload plug, and they just plug them right back in the hole. And, and if there any water starts to leak, they just stick a new player in the hole and, and stop the leak of the water. So, um, with that in mind, you know, it is what it is. TCU's a pretty potent offensive team. Dugan's toughness. Duggan. 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 However you want to I say I know. It. I say Dugan, too. Dugan, but, Duggan. But they say it's Duggan, so. Well, I'm telling you, his toughness, there's not, a, there's not a number you can put on that. So, it'll be interesting to see what TCU can do against that defense. It's to me. It's one way or the other. It's either going to be a blowout, Georgia. If it's a close game, TCU is going to beat them. Okay, this is uh, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach D, Clayton the Claw, Big Mike on the boards. Give us about two minutes, and we'll be right back.
Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time and being family owned, locally owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I recognize that song. Sounds familiar. Yeah, great song. It is a great song. Uh, I am Drake, and you're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm joined here by Coach Mike Lyles on the board, helping us out so we can hear and speak and do all the things we need to properly do technically uh, for this show. Joined with Coach, and we're also joined uh, Coach James Dickinson and Clayton the Claw Harris, and we are. Kind of breaking down some 
different stuff on this national title game tonight. And we were just talking about before that break uh, the difficulty of winning back-to-back national championships. And let me just run down. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's been done seven times. Seven times. It's been done seven times. Minnesota in 40-41. Army 44-45. Notre Dame 46-47. and 47. Oklahoma 55 and 56. Nebraska 94 and 95. Wait a minute. I know. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm going to bring this up. USC in 2003, 2004, but then they vacated that because Reggie Bush was declared an ineligible player and they took that, they, they took the win away and they took the trophy away. Alabama 2011, 2012. Now, I know you and your memory, Clayton, mm-hmm. you're going to remember the 78, was it 78, 79? 78, 79, but also 64, 65, because they got hosed in 1966 with Notre Dame and Michigan State. Yeah, we're talking State. about Alabama. Right, correct. Uh, in fact, there was a book written called The Missing <clears throat> Ring. Uh, Alabama had won back-to-back national titles, went undefeated in 66, but Notre Dame and Michigan State had tied that year, and they ended up giving the national title. Uh, they split it between Michigan State and Notre Dame. And that's before they they announced the national title winners before the bowl games. So, un- unless you are Alabama, right? I mean, there's only one other school. There's no no, no other schools won it multiple times back to back. Correct. So I'm just saying, winning back to back is very difficult, and I know it looks like a huge task for TCU to win TCU to win this ball game or not, but. It's also a huge task to win back-to-back national championships. It is in the same breath, um, but uh, and we, we were talking about the, the the defensive players, the five defensive players that were taken in the first round of the NFL draft off of Georgia's defense from last year. Uh, but in their abs- absence, Smale Mondon Jr. is leading the team, leading Georgia in tackles. Malachi Scar- Starks is a tremendous uh, defensive back. And they might have this coming year's 2023's number one pick as an interior defensive lineman in Jalen Carter. So, uh, you know, they replay, they lost five tremendous players on defense coach, uh, JD, and they put them, they reloaded, so to speak. With other, with other tremendous players. The offense, the Georgia offense losses Amir White, who's with the Raiders, running back. James Cook, who's a running back for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jermaine Burton. That's at Alabama. That's right. And George Pickens, who's a tremendous receiver. The first Bengals. year receiver at, at, at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. I'm telling you what, if Pickens can get his head correct correctly screwed on and just kind of get college out of him get and, and some adolescence and get adjusted to pro-life and and maybe mature a little bit mentally and be able to contain himself on the field, that kid's going to be special. He could be a Hall of Famer, well, you know, in, my, in my opinion. You know who else is going to be a great receiver? Who's that? He scored a long touchdown last night, but he got called back to Jameson Williams. That dude... He could fly. You could see his, the difference in speed last year in college. 
He's still got that in the pros, man. He can flat out fly. There you go. And that guy's coming off ACL surgery. Mike, yeah. I had I put a little money on the first when he came back this year, the first touchdown that he caught. He sure it was did. A forty-two yarder. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett. You know, you can talk. You can say all you want to about Stetson Bennett. He's this. He's that. Whatever. One thing you have, you're gonna have to say about him. He wins. That's it. He's a, he, he's yeah. a walk on from a walk on at Georgia to the Heisman Trophy finalist. And he's 26 years old. Yeah, well, he, he walked on to Georgia. Well, he, can, he can buy the beer for the whole team. So well, yeah, yeah him and the uh, kind of funny, the, the Buffalo Bills quarterback. What's the name of Josh Allen. Same age. Yeah, Josh Allen you know, graduated from Wyoming. But, yeah, I mean, not only did he want a Heisman, he, he walked on, left, went to a JUCO, then came back and ended up getting the job. I mean, you know, it's a pretty incredible story. I'm sure they'll highlight that during, although, during the broadcast tonight. Although he got ripped on national TV after the game by his coach uh, last week. Did you see that? Uh-uh. What, what was he? Oh, him and Kirby uh, after that uh, Ohio State game. It it was not good. It was not it's good. It's not the first time that happened. Well, no. What do you think is going on there? I think he was upset with some of his de- decision-making. His check down and his, his – Yeah, I mean, he Kirby came out and said it. You know, he's got to play – within the system and not do things his way. So, yeah, that that, that was the comment that kind of got everybody like, whoa. Yeah, kind of a little Jeremy Pruitt and what's yeah. his uh, – what's Garantano. His, yeah, Garantano action, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. I, got no, called, no. I didn't call I didn't call a quarterback sneak right there, son. We called it, you know, No face mask tackle. was grabbed uh, during this exchange, but yes. Okay. Well, only Ohio State average, averages more yards per play this year. Than Georgia, right. and and the difference is this: seven point two. Ohio State averaged seven point two yards per play offensively, and Georgia averaged seven point one. So they're basically the same. Uh, Georgia's Georgia's average margin of victory is twenty four points. They beat, and that includes that includes the one point. Uh, over, yeah. yeah, that includes that game, the Fiesta, the Peach Bowl. Look, let's be honest. SEC is the toughest conference in the nation, but Georgia did not play the toughest schedule. I mean, in the regular season, really, Tennessee was about it. Let's be honest. Tennessee was about it. Okay. I mean, the, and, and so Mich- Ohio State was really. Is that Georgia's fault? No, no, or, it's or, not. Is, or is that Georgia's fault? Well, or is that the teams in the, in the, in the, in the SEC East? Is that their, their fault? It's a combination of I – mean, Georgia can't control their schedule. But I think what we saw against Ohio State was, hey, they're playing against a really good team that has just maybe not as many good players as Georgia does, but enough to win the game. And so um, I don't think they're going to play a, as much, you know, a talented team like they saw against Ohio State. But I still think, um, you know, like I said, it's either going to be a blowout and Georgia wins – uh, by two or three touchdowns, or it's going to be a close game. Get the, now, if it's close, if it's close, excuse me, if it's close, that goes to TCU's favor because they've been in so many close games now. You know, and even been down double digits and, 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 and come and back did not, five times. They've come back something like had that. To come yes. back five or six times out of the wins. Now, so uh, there's a you know Georgia doesn't want this close because that's TCU's. Oh, backyard. absolutely not. Absolutely not. I I don't think they'll ever take the foot off the pedal if Georgia gets out of the head. Oh no! By twenty yeah. twenty points, I don't think they'll ever take the foot off the, the foot off the pedal. Not only will they, if they're scoring at will against TCU, not only will they be enjoying that along with their fans, but 
I think Kirby Smart has some cover by saying, "What are you talking about? These guys came back yeah. five times this year. Right. We were we were we weren't running the score up. We're just you know we're just protecting our lead." Well, Georgia's non-conference schedule was Oregon the first game of the season. They won forty-nine to three. Then they played Stanford, Kent State, and Georgia Tech. That Sa- Sanford. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, do, hey, Georgia's defense gave up less than fifteen points a game. Right. Yeah. They average giving up less than fifty points a game. And that includes the two games. The 41 points that they gave up to Ohio State is factored in there. Mm-hmm. And the 30 points they gave up to LSU is factored in there. So if you just take out those two games right there, which is 71 points, I mean, they, they're not, they're probably not giving up a touchdown a game. And they I mean, won, really? And they won some games like the uh, LSU game. LSU torched them for four, 546 yards passing. Tennessee torched them for 589 yards passing, and they was able to win. Well, and you know what? I, I imagine we're going to see a lot of passing from Mr. Duggan tonight. And him running. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and uh, Better you put know. a spy on him. Uh, TCU's one of the t- – this year's TCU's team, excuse me, couldn't get that out, uh, is one of the greatest turnarounds in college football history. Yep. That last year in 2021, TCU went five and seven. That's I mean, unreal. I mean, they went five and seven, and, and they're and, under a first-year head coach. First-year head coach, Sonny Dykes, and they were picked to finish in the bottom half of the Big Twelve this year, and they wound up being second because they lost Kansas State in the in the title game. However, they found themselves in the college football playoff and playing for the title. Well, who had ever thought Kansas and Kansas State would ever be good as they was this year? No, absolutely. None. Nobody. That's right. Uh, the last time that TCU won a national title was in 1938. And believe it or not, I was not around. I was not. You weren't. No, I was not part. I was not all of this earth. It was the day then. before you were born, right? <laughs> well, it feels, sometimes it feels that way, Coach. Uh, TCU led the nation with the most plays for 50 yards or more. Wow. So explosive plays. That's right. So you, you better get ready. Uh, you know, and, and really Duggan was not pegged as the starter beginning this year for TCU, the quarterback. Ben- he got benched in the mm-hmm. first game. No, 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 no. Chandler Moore started that game. Right. And then he got injured and then Duggan came in for the injured, injured Chandler Morris. And they've never looked. I guess Chandler Morris. I wonder what Chandler take, Morris is thinking. Take a seat. Yeah, he better be cheering him on. Is what I'm hoping. Feeling the same way that the first baseman that Lou Gehrig replaced. Or, the, you know, or, like, or, who or, was that? You know, you know what I mean? he got benched last season, the last four games, and he worked all summer with Bryce Young in California. They say. Huh. Well, I mean, you know, and then the way the, the transfer portal is set up nowadays, and everything else. Chandler Young, uh, Chandler Morris. You know, if he wants to go find. Someplace else to play. Uh, let's see. Now, betting on this game this year, TCU is 10-3-1 against the spread this year. And, and the reason that, that first number is so big against the spread is because TCU, obviously, is a little bit of a upset story. Wouldn't you say, Clayton? That's why the, the, the Vegas kept putting the line out there and, and TCU thinking TCU was going to falter at some point. Right. And they never did until the, until the championship, the Big 12 championship game. So, uh, that's why they're, they're against the spread. They are 10, 3, and 1. Georgia against the spread, 7 and 7. So, uh, 80% of the money on this game leading up to, I want to say, I think this article was written 
Friday was on the over in this game, over 63.5. So a lot of people think there's going to be a ton of points scored. You just mentioned all those explosive plays. Absolutely, but I also mentioned pretty good defense. It's true. You know, when you have Georgia that allows an average of 15 – Again, but then again, they were torched by two by teams that that were passing the passing the football at that time. Tennessee and Ohio State. Yeah. So, um, TCU odds to win at the beginning of the season. You know, if you're if you're in Vegas and they have the sheet of all the football teams, you can they have all the odds laid out. And so teams like Alabama, I think, were maybe five to one, six to one, something like that. Guess what TCU? I'm gonna let you guess what T, guess what TCU's the odds were uh, very low, ten thousand to one. <laughs> I don't know what that. They're not going to pay Vegas. It's not crazy. They're not going to pay. I mean, it, it, give it, me thirty dollars on that ten thousand to one shot. Would you? I don't, I, it had it had to be ridiculous. Thirty it, to one. No, I, no. I heard I heard a number somewhere. It was two hundred to one. One hundred fifty to one. Okay, grief. One hundred fifty to one. So that's unreal. You know, that's that's all right. Ten dollars to get you fifteen hundred. If my math is correct, from sitting here in the auditorium of my alma mater, you've done well with those uh, bets over the years. Yeah, yeah, I like I like those early. I like I, I like those bets that you can make in the summertime, and then that ticket is good. That ticket's good all the way to the end. I, I the remember end of the you season. bringing home a ticket from Vegas one year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Those those tickets are fun. Um, now the star and, and one of the keys to the. And, and you guys that are going to get out there and enjoy watching the game, if you decide to place a friendly wager on it, that's fine. But one of the big uh, the big question marks for TCU, and it's a big one, is Kendra Miller, their running back. He was injured against the Michigan game in the first half. They brought him out. They tried. They did some work on him during halftime. They tried to get Kendra Miller back into the game. Uh, didn't work. So to have him, and let me tell you. 1,400 yards rushing this year. That's, that, That'll help. That's pretty significant. Wouldn't you say, Mr. James? I, I mean, I, uh, and uh, six yard, and, and, and an average of six yards a carry. So when you when you take out six yards a carry and 1,400 yards out of that TCU offense, there's a big hole to fill in there. Uh, I tell you, Drake, before we go to break, because I know we're up against one, if we could hold off for just a minute or two, we do. You just mentioned his name. Have a guest sitting in with us right now. Okay. Mr. Okay. Dan James, how's it going, Dan? Doing fine. Thank you. Well, uh, we are here for a special event, and I know you're excited. I don't it. know. Somebody said show up with your cameraman and take some pictures. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. You, you heard I was going to be here then. You, <laughs> yeah, knew, yeah, you, knew, yeah, I was, you yeah. knew I was going to be here. I well, did. I, you I heard the whole crew was going to well, be I here. Well, I get over here next to me and Mr. <laughs> Mike, and we'll, we'll hug up, and you can take all the pictures you want. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I tell you what, we'll talk some more right after you want. You want to get to a break? Okay. Okay. Hey, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Um, I'm Drake, and we're gonna make a little money. Give us about two, two and a half minutes. We'll be right back.
Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Are you, are you getting in here? Okay. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, and we are broadcasting live to you folks. Live. You know, nobody nobody does this live thing anymore. And by gosh, we're going to do it right here on the, on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And we are in the auditorium of Columbia Central High School. And we have just been joined by Principal Steele. How are you doing today, sir? Great, sir. Thank you for having All me. All right. And we're here with Dan James. Yes, sir. And Mr. Butch Patton from the Gridiron. From the Gridiron Club yes. of Columbia Central High School. Of which I was a member for a bunch of years. 
They kick you out. What did you do? No, they didn't kick me out. What did you do to get kicked out? No, 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 You don't get you don't get kicked out. You 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 temporarily walk away. Okay, okay. And you must have held some high esteem honor like Butch does. You I must, had, have, you must was, have been the, you the a, grand poobah. No, of the, I was the vice president for several years. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, well, we're sitting in high cotton, as they'd say, right here, <laughs> right now. Um, Doctor Steele, there's going to be a little press conference this afternoon, and can you let our listeners know what we're going to what we're going to talk about? At this point in time, or should we just all wait and kind of build up the suspense of? Well, I think everybody pretty much already knows. I think it's already been reported. Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of new uh, coaches coming on board that are very familiar to this community and certainly to this school. Uh, highly decorated athletes in their own right. They've gone off and they've come back. And as they put it on Facebook, they're coming home. And there has generated a great deal of excitement uh, to have them uh, be back at Columbia Central. Uh, where we feel like they're going to have a, an incredible impact on our program. Well, that's a, that's very very exciting. And um, now these are these are two two gentlemen that are already within the Murray County Public School system. No, one of the gentlemen has a, a great job outside the system. He's going to be okay. coaching part time, and uh, Coach Golf uh, is teaching in the building and we'll, full-time and, and we'll be coaching. Okay. So Tredarius Golf is one. Tredarius Golf. And the other gentleman is? Coach Hall. Coach Hall. Now, and are both, are both of them, were they they coached last year also? They coached last year, yes, sir. And they were at Mount Pleasant. Were Correct. both of them at Mount Pleasant. Correct. So, and so somebody is, I mean, in, in this day and time, somebody has talked with them and sat them down and, and said, uh, we need we need you we need your expertise and help at Columbia Central High School. Well, I think it, uh, not sure of this for sure, but I think the conversations were mutual. Uh, like they said, we can offer this to Columbia Central High School and want to be here, and and then uh, certainly that was not overlooked. Okay, okay. Now, Tredarius, is anybody that is familiar with Columbia Central High School football? Uh, Dan, is that your phone? Yeah. Because if no wonder you got kicked out of the gridiron club, you can't even operate it. The vice president, of the, the vice president of the gridiron club, can't even operate a phone. Yeah, of course, the the funny thing there was watching everyone oh, immediately scurry for their phone to see if it was well, you, there. I knew that wasn't my ring, but I wanted these other guys to wake up yeah. and then check theirs. So I went on to check mine. You know. Okay. <laughs> but uh, well, and if. And, before uh, Mr. Jane's phone <laughs> went off, the Tredarius Golf might arguably be one of the best football players and to ever come through Columbia Central High School. I mean, I, I, I understand that you're new, relatively new to your job here in Columbia, and uh, and did people relay that fact to you? Did I mean, how did you? I've had numerous people tell me that he's the, uh, by far one of the best athletes the, the school's ever produced, especially on the football field. Uh, but I'm just learning to get to know him. Uh, his, his new room is just down from my office, so I, I stopped by, I've stopped by daily to say hello. Uh, he's also got a, quite a wealth of knowledge in basketball as well. So he works, oh, he was, he, yeah, he works tr- with young people. He's a basketball. basketball player. He's an all-around athlete. I all mean, around Mr. Athlete. Goff is, yeah. and, uh, and, it, you know, and our friends right up the road at Mount Pleasant. I'm sorry, and I'm I love Mount Pleasant. Of course, I love Columbia Central High more. I went to school here, 
But and and I feel I feel a little a little sadness for them for losing losing such fine, two fine coaches. But where one door closes, another opens. That's the old saying goes, the old cliche goes. And uh, I mean, add add to Darius and Coach Hall uh, to Coach Sharp. I mean, I just I just don't see how things couldn't couldn't get better. Is, is that kind of the way you looked at it? It, it is how I'm looking at it. If they, if they will be able to look at themselves and look at their strengths and their weaknesses and, and feed off those things and really go into it with one dynamic, I think that we can have an amazing program that can last indefinitely here. Uh, and also, you know, uh, when we were when we got put out and didn't make the playoffs this year, the first thing we started doing is rooting for Mount Pleasant uh, because they were in the playoffs. They got to go in the playoffs a little bit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. First thing we did was root for them. We want we want all of our Murray County schools to be successful, and you know it's just athletics. It's, I mean, it's just sports, and and things like that happen uh, all the time. So we're we're really glad to have them, and uh, we certainly hope Mount Pleasant uh, finds two awesome replacements, which I'm sure they will, and has another successful season. Well, kudos to you uh, and. Butch, now I don't know. Were you were you involved in, in any in any of these discussions, negotiations, or did they just call and said, "Hey, guess what?" Well, I actually heard completely secondhand, so that the two were coming to join the staff. So, but um, having followed Columbia Central over a number of years, I was really excited that they were able to come to join the program. I can, to your earlier comment, I can remember sitting in Tucker Stadium on uh, December of two thousand and ten. And watching Tredarius golf pretty much single-handedly beat a Hendersonville team <laughs> in the state championship game. And oh he was, yeah, he was both the offensive MVP of the game and the defensive MVP of that game, that championship game. And you know, just an outstanding athlete. And even a couple of years later, can remember watching Dre Hall. He was probably one of the very few receivers that a quarterback could not overthrow. If the quarterback could throw it, he could go get it. And just two phenomenal guys that are just going to be great additions to the staff here that, uh, you know, if these young men will listen to what they're selling, it'll, it'll, it'll benefit them. But Coach Dickinson, standing right behind you, will admit to this. In Dre Hall's freshman year, he couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> it was that bad. It, I mean, was, it-, it was that bad. But he, he perfected his art. And was incredibly successful doing what he was doing, and and went on to have a great four years at North Alabama. Absolutely, had had one season there. I Absolutely. think where he caught sixty or seventy passes, even so. That you a, will not find two of the finest young men on this planet anywhere that what Principal Steele has on staff. They are quality young men. How exciting it is for uh, everyone involved with the Columbia here at Columbia Central High, everybody here in Columbia that's been been a part or, or a part of or touched by the, the football program and, and wants it to obviously wants it to succeed, how exciting it is to pick up two great hires like this. As right? a friend said to me the other day, this is a game changer for Columbia Central High football. Well there you go. Yeah. And and hopefully uh as as the years move forward and and we get a little grayer and a little longer in the tooth, the Columbia Central High School football program will definitely benefit from Coach Sharp's years and then Absolutely. onward moving on with 
with Tredarius Goff and Dre Hall coming in. Let me say this, too. Dr. Steele's leadership at this school has been incredible since I have met him. There you go. See, Dr. Steele? Thank you, sir. We got you. We got your back right here. First thing he said is that when you're in an interview, turn your phone off. And I've been doing that. (laughs) Who told you that? (laughs) Damn, James. I'm joking. And then... In your head, you no, you're not. In your head, you're thinking, practice what you preach, Mister. You know what I mean. Well, I appreciate that. Um, it's a collective effort. I got an amazing team. I just had a staff meeting. I look around that room. Very proud to be the principal of such an amazing team. Someone uh, that just started here after the break said, "I, I just." She came from a different district, and um, she said, I, I, "It's been years since I've seen students smiling, and uh, these kids are smiling and having a good time. And you know, they're being teenagers, but." They get in the classroom and they're and they're working and, and teachers are um, teachers are instructing at a high level. It's been really a blessing to see all that. Well, I tell you what, when I came in to do the show and we're, we're we're broadcasting live from Columbia Central High School this afternoon, and I came in and uh, it was three it was three three ish or so. And school lets out around two thirty, doesn't it, Doctor? Two forty five. Okay. Well, I just got and I guess maybe I, I didn't realize it, but. Seemed like to me when I was going to high school, as soon as that bell rang, <laughs> bell rang, we were out the door and in the parking lot and gone. You know, I came in after three and there's kids kind of mulling around and hanging out. And I'm thinking, you know, and in the old days we didn't do it. We were out. What I'm saying is, times have changed and kids, changed, yeah. you know, kids, kids like kind of like being around the school atmosphere for a little well, for a little had, extra time. I had two emails today asking if. Um, from basketball players asking me if I would ask Coach Cutlip to let them come to this press conference because they were so excited about the press conference. So I've had students that want to be here for the press conference uh, just because of the excitement that everything has been uh, generated. Well, I, we, we just couldn't be happier. And uh, like you and like basketball players and everybody at Columbia Central High School, we're, you know, we're excited to get this get this ball rolling, uh, get Mr. Golf and Mr. Hall in here and get them – Integrated with the program, which I'm sure won't take very long at all, and get no. them get them on the ground, hit the ground running, so to speak. Absolutely, I, mean, I think they uh, they're already started. Uh, we've already had uh, workouts up there and um, purchased some new equipment. It's it's all coming together. I, I think we're averaging probably between 20 and 25 for off season workouts now. Uh, a lot of those kids play basketball and baseball and wrestling, so we're probably closer to you know 50 if if those weren't uh, involved in other sports. Hey, so uh, can I plug something real quick? Sure. sure so uh, first got to Columbia Central, so excited, and then I, I, I met my secretary, uh, Miss Dorothy Campbell. Miss Campbell's been working here over 50 years, uh, pushing 60 years working at Columbia Central after she graduated from Columbia Central. So she, And she's she beats me here every morning. And uh, just I'm trying to match her energy. But, you know, I thought it would be a great idea to start doing an annual golf tournament, and it's going to be in her honor. And then we're going to take the, a large portion of those proceeds and we're going to uh, turn it into the Dorothy Campbell Endowment Fund that will uh, last for 100 years long after we're gone. Um, my goal is to raise a million dollars. I want to build a new field house for our athletes and our um, all of our athletes, including our cheerleaders. I want to have a field house sort of like uh, you see at one of these D1 complexes where they have the turf and the weight room and the pitching mound. Kind um, of a multi-use, a multi-use, a multi-use, a yes. multi-use uh, facility. Yeah, and it's an indoor facility. 
facility so you p- people could actually get something done in, uh, in bad weather and besides just lift weights. Um, so that's going to be on April the 21st at Toei Golf Course over there in Spring Hill. The okay. Old, the Old Kings Creek. Okay, Old Kings Creek um, on Kedron Road, Kedron. off Kedron Road. Yeah, so it's your usual $100 per player, a four-player team. Uh, you can do an eight-some if you want to do an eight-some if you want to. We're going to try to get a, a car and a Harley out there for the par threes. We're going to have some great giveaways. The food's going to be amazing. The, the camaraderie is going to be fantastic. And, and, and make some money and raise some money. I mean, I that's – to that's raise the a, idea. Yes, I want to raise a lot of money, and I know that there's so much love for this community and school, and uh, I feel it. And I, I think with uh, and and just to honor Miss Campbell, um, with there are different levels of sponsorships. But you, if you want to play, please uh, call in or send in your our team and your payment to uh, to the care of Miss Christy Smith, who is our marketing teacher, who will take all the payments and then be responsible for the. Uh, the deposit and of that they money. can they can get in touch with her through Columbia Central High School. Yes, sir. Or they can get a hold of me if they need to. Uh, and okay. we're just excited about the event. Uh, from what I understand, we haven't had an event like this in quite some time, uh, and it's just going to be an amazing, amazing event. We'll have a silent auction out there. We'll eat lunch together. Uh, we'll have some super nice trophies for the winners. Uh, students are going to. Some of the students have already put a team in. I want to put a team in, so we'll be competing. And I'm sure there are people out there that. We'll put some ringers in there. Um, I'm, don't invite me because I'm not a ringer. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm going to put a team together and just ready to have a great event. Okay. And that's April 21st? April 21st at Towhee Towhee. Okay, Golf the Old Kings Creek Old off Kings Kedron Creek. Road. Yes, sir. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We've been joined by Dr. Steele here at Columbia Central High School and Butch Patton of the Gridiron Club. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We're going to take a couple of minutes with pause for the cause, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. 